Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. It is picked up by the line. Darius Slade's got it. Coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30. Darius at the 40. Drink it in, drink it in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Rolls to the right, Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there, Enzo. Touchdown to Torbeyer. Drink it in, drink it in. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Detroit Kool-Aid. What is going on, everybody? We are back. This is a bonus show. I am on the road heading home from the old business trip. Just got off the plane. And and I saw some clips with Matt Patricia, head coach of the Detroit Lions, all mic'd up. And all I got to say is, oh, baby. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, I got, I got so many thoughts on this. And I just wanted to do a, a brief show on it. And give my thoughts. I was talking to the Big Hughes about it. I've still got to work my way through all the recordings of the Senior Bowl. But here's what I've heard so far (laughs) that just I want to talk about on the show. So we've heard all these rumors. You know, Matt Patricia comes in like a bull in a china shop. He's upset with kind of like the whole setup of the Detroit Lions and some of the facilities and the way they worked the practice fields and he put the screens in. He obviously started, te- you know, talking to players much differently than Jim Caldwell. He, you know, was looking for excellence and, and he just, it wasn't there at what he had been used to in New England. Rubs a lot of players the wrong way, a lot of crying, a lot of moaning, a lot of, oh, you know, uh, we're not being treated uh, properly. And, and I'm sure, like I've said in the past, some of those guys were, we're shown the exit door out of Ford Field as he sort of had two years now to get his football team, his type of players. You know, we heard the rumors about, oh, he's always late to meetings. He makes players wait. Oh, my goodness, he makes us run. How dare you make us run? I mean, oh, my goodness, it's the worst thing ever. It's just unheard of in football. And, like, all this stuff, you know, I've basically been – on Matt Pat's side saying, 
this team hasn't won in 50-some years. It's never won since I've been a fan. You know, I'm always optimistic. I'm always rooting them on. But until you win some things, like, you don't really get that cachet that, hey, we're the Detroit Lions. How dare you tell us that this, that, and the other? How dare you change how we do things? How dare you work us hard when the guy that's doing that is coming from an organization that won People say, like, oh, it was only Bill Belichick, or oh, he only was there, won a couple championships, whatever it may be. This guy was winning the division every year from and was a defensive coordinator for a long time there. He was always deep in the playoffs. They had tons of games that were tight. So I, I'm going to take his back, you know, when people are attacking him, saying he's being too hard. What does he know? Now, have the results been there come Sundays? You know, like he would like it or like I or others would like it. No, but getting back to the senior bowl. So they mic this guy up and you really see another side of Matt Patricia, meaning I guess like before they mic'd him up, people with NFL or maybe Jim Nagy in the senior bowl, whoever it was, sort of told him, hey, uh, you know, we're going to mic you up. You know, they kind of know his reputation of, of being a a football coach, which I hadn't seen too many football coaches that don't swear, that don't get after their players, that just, you know, toe the line, Mr. Polite, like Jim Caldwell was. You know, he's he's a unicorn in that sense. So they told Matt Patricia this, and I guess the report I heard was that he said, bleep that, you know, I am who I am type of thing as, as his reply. They still put a live mic on him. They still went to him multiple times on ESPN where I was watching. And he did what he does, which is he was ribbing the players. He was calling people out for bad play. He was swearing left and right. Um, I loved it personally. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know there's some of you out there that are saying, oh, would you like your boss to talk to you that way? Oh, you know. These guys are professionals. Like, that might fly in college. That doesn't work in the NFL. I don't buy it. I really don't. I feel like this guy has a lot of moxie to him. Like, when he was talking, it's that bravado of, like, if you do it right, I'm going to be hype for you, and you're going to be one of my guys and one of my top players. You screw up. I'm going to call you out on it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to dance around what you did wrong because I want you to get it right for not only yourself, but for the football team. And I think that's great, to be honest. I mean, uh, do I want my VP yelling at me in the lunchroom or at my office? No, but my office is a lot different than football. We all know that. Also, if I screw up a ton and I can't do these simple tasks well, I sort of do expect to get yelled at with no repercussions to come back and say, what are you yelling at me for? I'm doing everything right. Like, I would know, hey, in football, you didn't get the hike. You dropped the ball. You weren't in your gap. You didn't do what was right. So when that's occurring, I see nothing wrong with not only yelling, but getting after people hard in hopes that they will not do that again. And I also saw a lot of teaching when he was mic'd up. You know, he grabbed the kid from UNC. Hey, You put your hands on me like that, like even as an old guy, he said an old fat guy, I'm going to be able to do this to you and get 
get you in in blocked. I'm going to have you blocked. Guys in the NFL, get your hands on you. You can't get off. So he then showed this player, get your arms extended, get it extended uh, straight so that offensive lineman can't get his paws on you and stop your offensive move or whatever you're trying to do to this guy. That's coaching. That's him showing, hey, hey, you did this wrong. If you do it like that, even an old guy like me is going to get the bleep off and be able to block you. So to not do that, extend your hands, use your length, do this thing, and 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 you have a chance. You know, what is wrong with that? So I thought that was good. The other clip that I did see so far was him getting after a quarterback. I don't know if it was Shea Patterson. I, I think I saw a blurb, maybe it was, or another quarterback not being able to get the snap right from center. I mean... These guys are all going to say, oh, you know, I, I didn't take any snaps from the from under center. Well, he's going to push you to learn. And when you drop something as simple as a quarterback center exchange, yeah, you're going to hear some MFs. You're going to hear some bleeps. You're going to hear, get on the ball and get it right. Let's go. And that's what I heard on the mic'd up session. So, again, nothing wrong with that. If your ears are are hurt or you're offended or you have some big issue, Get the snap. Get the snap. And if you don't, you're going to hear about it. So, again, I I have no major issues with it. Overall, I can see where people balk at it. I can see where people are somewhat caught off guard. Because even when ESPN left the mic on him, when he's swearing, they're not catching the swearing with the sensors. He's he's got that bravado. Like I said, I, I think one clip he's walking by and he's just talking junk to one of the players in a way that, guys do you know even when we're friends we talk junk to each other we needle the other guy we do things to try to motivate them that's what I felt like he was doing and he also took a shot at somebody for a yellow uh, you know shield on his face mask in a funny way but also in a I'm getting after you you can decide if it means I like you or because I'm trying to you know really make fun of you like he just had that about him. He's walking around the practice field yelling. He's walking around talking um, to people in a way that I think you see on a lot of football fields. And again, I, I don't see anything wrong with that either from a, you know, he's the head coach. He can talk to people, do as he wishes. They can react how they want, I suppose, but obviously he's going to get his players in there. And none of it, it was shocking because it's, it's usually like when you hear the mic'd up, it's somebody in a huddle going, all right, come on, let's go, guys. Let's get it going now. Let's score. Which is like, yeah, okay, that real, real intriguing. Like we never heard that kind of dumb crap before. Same old, same old, right? But Matt Patricia's was much more, much more, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, people would would call it obscene. I think it was, it was much more. You know, football's a violent sport, so the language that went along with it was very um, attacking type language. Was very, um, I don't have time for this. Let's get it going. Um, and he doesn't. You know, you don't have tons of time with these football players. So for him to try to get them to have a sense of urgency or to, you know, uh, light a fire under them. One, I don't think is wrong, and two, I don't think has probably happened enough in Detroit where 
the good players can be great. The great players can be elite. The average players can step their game up based on not only hard coaching, this, that, and the other. And again, I'm well aware of the counter argument as well. You gotta, you gotta be a player's coach. You gotta like have these guys love you. You gotta, you gotta just joke around with them and empower them. And then they're going to play for you. It can work both ways, but I don't see anything wrong with what Matt Patricia did. He gets a lot of media now or will based on these comments, not being the PC comments, not being the nice fluttery rainbows and butterflies, but He's a head football coach in the NFL, trying to motivate alpha males, trying to live up to this type of level that he's coaching. And I think it was really kind of cool to see, in my opinion. You know, we've heard about it, but we never get these type of sound bites that are just really unfiltered, really uncensored. I thought it was neat to hear. And, And this guy's got passion for the game. He's got passion to win. And he's willing to say, do and kind of push people as needed to get there. So there was that. I was excited about that. The next little part I want to do before I jump off here is there was, I don't have this verbatim, but to me this was the most shocking part of what he said when he was mic'd up. So he's walking over to the far side of the field. He's obviously mic'd up. He obviously, at this point, I think he pretty much knows he's got a camera on him, but maybe the camera was behind him. He just wasn't paying attention. He literally went over to Bob Quinn and kind of said, hey, Bob, like, FYI, like, first it was kind of like, have you seen Nagy, Jim Nagy, the head guy? You seen Nagy anywhere? And Bob Quinn, "Eh, no, not really. When you see him next, will you tell him that we got to get this Bleep, bleep figured out in the back end zone here. I can't remember if he was talking about cameras being in the way or something with the running back situation was off, maybe in regards to equipment they had or didn't have. I, I don't know exactly what the situation was. I'll have to go back and, and rewatch that section. But he was upset with something that had happened the day prior, and he got with people, was trying to get it right. He was telling Bob Quinn, like, heads up, I already tried to address this. Now I can't find Jim Nagy. I still can't get this right. If you see him, can you help me get this right? And then he went in <laughs> to some some language and stuff, which I forget rubs people the wrong way, but I'm going to break it down how I heard it. So after he said that, he said something to the effect of, I'm just letting you know that I had to MF somebody because I went and tried to talk to this guy to get this fixed. And then he blew it off or didn't do it. And then when I tried to talk to him again, he, he was treating me like a child. He wouldn't talk to me like a man. And like, I went at him and like, what is this? Like, I'm trying to get this fixed. You know what? You can't talk to me like a man or human being like what the bleep, you know, that was the kind of feeling he had. And people will look at that and say, man, what a jerk or what, man, this guy is all hyped up and all, you know, on top of everything. I don't see it that way. I see it as a fired up football coach that sees something wrong, he wants it fixed, he wants to be direct with people to get it fixed, and when people start ducking around him, not getting it done, not doing it to what his expectation was, he's still fighting to get whatever that issue was, again, fixed. And I feel like this is probably how he is in Allen Park and in the office and on the football field. It's like, if something goes wrong, I want it fixed. I want it fixed now. I tell you I want it fixed, and if you don't get it fixed, you're going to get MF'd. You're going to get what, you know, why is this still an issue? 
until it's not an issue anymore, whether that comes to something on the field, a player's attitude, um, whatever it may be. And the way he said it was much more, it's going to be much more the issue with people than really what he's trying to get accomplished um, with whatever the issue was, right? So I think it really just comes down to the fact he was just really trying to get some kind of problem solved from a head coach perspective. I guarantee if you mic'd up other top head coaches, they find things wrong. They want them fixed. If they're not fixed, they're very uh, pushy. They're very fired up and they're very excited to try to get those corrected so they can move forward with whatever their vision of the day is, whether that's a practice drill, a way a meeting should be run, a player's attitude, a, um, a call in the huddle, any of those things that you see on a football field. So anybody that didn't see that, like try to, I'm sure it's going to be on YouTube or again, I recorded some of the senior bowl on ESPN. That's where I saw this, but I got to admit, like you say, having ESPN stay on this shot when he's basically telling his GM, Hey, I'm letting you know that I had this issue. It didn't get fixed. I swore at somebody. I MF this guy because he didn't do what he told me he was going to do. He's still not like, directly dealing with me. I don't understand why. And I'm frustrated. And I I was very shocked. ESPN stayed on the shot, stayed with the audio, with the, not only the language, he even told Bob Quinn, I just letting you know too, while he's in the middle of this story where he's sort of running down some guy from the senior bowl. Hey, just letting you know, I'm mic'd up. So he knows he's mic'd up and he's letting Bob Quinn know almost in like, Hey, this might be heard by other people. But he did not seem to give a bleep. <laughs> and uh, I loved it. Again, I hate to say it. I thought it was just a guy trying to get things handled, a guy that's got a lot of bravado, trying to get it handled, not apologizing for it, wanting to deal with some guy from Jim Nagy's staff, maybe, or whoever, um, face-to-face, trying to get this handled. He was having some runarounds. He had enough of it. He's out there coaching. So he told Bob Quinn, Hey, if you see him, can you help me with this? You know, nothing wrong with that as well. And soon after that, they called over for an interview with uh, some jabron from ESPN. And like, it just, I just love Matt Patty. He had this like total loves football, gives all these answers, you know, really, again, talking a mile a minute, talking uh, in the way that he does about all types of things, football, super excited to be there though, wants to do the best for the players wants to get a lot out of them, wants to push them hard like they would be in an NFL training camp. And then they sign off for this interview and he just he just has this cheesy cheese McCheese smile right to the camera for a good five, six seconds. Uh, and you could tell he was glad to be done with that. But just the way he handled it, I thought was so funny. He went into uh, interview mode as well as let me give this cheesy fun smile until you get off me and then I'll probably go uh, MF some more players or yell at some people because they're not playing football the way I need it played to win or to coach them at a high level and get the best out of them. So anyway, that that's my that's my short episode on Matt Patricia all mic'd up. I hope we get more of it. I loved it. I love it. That's going to ruffle people's feathers. I love that people can't understand how an NFL head football coach would be fiery, passionate, excited, swearing, you know, dominant male, alpha all those things that we talk about. So the fact that he was, I just think was so tremendous on so many levels. I was fired up about it. I thought I'd share it with you guys on the podcast while I'm on the road. uh, Again, got off the plane, jumped in a car, heading back. 
and just said, "What? What the heck? I'm gonna I'm gonna put the old uh, Apple uh, AirPod Pros in and give them a, a whirl and see how they do here in the car. A little different setup than I did on a, a previous in the car show. So we'll see how the quality works out. And hopefully, you guys just thought this was a fun uh, short episode talking all things Matt Patricia, mic'd up at the Senior Bowl. How you can take it." why you don't like it, why he doesn't give a bleep if you like it or not, and why I absolutely love it. So drink it in, man. For the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, this is your boy at Derek Oakry on Twitter. I'm out. Pack the bag, start the plane. This game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in, man.